Hi guys! Hello! How's it going? So, Fanboy Advance with week two, episode two. Fun topic today. Video games. I can't. Well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> everything's always video games. <laughs> but one big thing that I've been noticing is a growing trend. Especially with the Xbox game, Ultimate Pass, whatever the hell you want to call it, and how Ubisoft's getting it on the hype train for that. Our game's truly worth 60 bucks now. Because look at it this way. We go out town, we go, hey, this looks rather neat. And we just drop an ass load of money, and then we get home, and then we're like, well, I guess I'm done with it now. And then it just sits on our shelf and looks pretty. To the point, 20 years from now, it gets lost in the mass library of games we all own. Because, you know, physical shelf libraries for gaming is much more entertaining than, Ooh, look at my Steam list. Ooh. Just I mean, remember, the hype train has no brakes. I know the hype train has no brakes. We all remember No Man's Sky. Oh my god. When that first it just goes came... off the rails. <laughs> That one really went off the rails. I, I mean, know. you're talking the fact that everyone's like, Oh my god, I can team up with my buddies and explore space! Chicken. We're just now getting to that in this this update. It's been, what, three and a half, almost four years? It's been a while. It's been... <laughs> That was a fun one. But I was looking into why it's a matter of games are price locked at fifty nine ninety nine plus tax, whatnot. Whatever. I mean, I got a deal this time. I got Borderlands Standard Edition for 50 bucks at Walmart, opposed to $59.99 on a digital copy. Yeah, and only a few places are selling the physical copies for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Walmart's one of them, and I almost want to say it's GameStop, of all places, well, is the one that's I also saw a thing last week where uh, apparently GameStop on release day was already trying to sell used copies of Borderlands 3. I don't know if the staff had gotten to take some home ahead of time the night before and be like... (laughs) So what I can tell you, in terms of GameStop on release day, we noticed a few people were playing the game. And so one thing people were able to do, and I did this, is (laughs) I moved my country... I set my region to say I was in Austria. So early Or not Austria, but it was uh, New Zealand. Because then it would just let me access the game and play it. Day ahead of time. You know, thinker here. However... There was one area that my friend knows of, and he knows this because he contacted the girl who was playing the game. They broke release date. <laughs> um, store didn't want to wait around, and they happened to sell it to somebody. Mm-hmm. They found out, and so they just broke release date all together and sold it to everyone. It was at a Borderlands sale party where they were going to be there having this party thing till midnight, mm-hmm. and they just broke release date, sold it, and they went home playing it. There's no problem with that. I mean, it's nice to get things early, but then again, I remember how much shit can go down on release date. Prime example, when I got Watch Dogs when it first came out, I waited for that release day. I had the game broken within three hours of starting it. I had a car run and hit Aiden, and he was stuck in the pole vaulting, like, jump over the car position, floating in the air for a solid 45 minutes. They're just going down. This car's going down the high. I can't do anything, so I'm just going to take a pleasure cruise around Chicago at this rate. And the dude's just sitting there just, I'm going to drive. Everything's okay. 
Everything's fine here. It's like finally stop moving. It's like the dog with the fire, the apartment on fire from Adult Swim, where he's just like, "This is fine. Everything's fine." He just <laughs> spontaneously combusts. But All right, back, back to the sales. Why? Why it's sixty dollars? All depends on whether or not the developer is indie or triple A. An indie developer will sell their game anywhere from free to twenty bucks. If they're selling it for free. You better damn well show there's microtransactions in it. And I'm not going to get into that because I spent enough time last week going over all that shit. But the reason they're able to do that and get away with it is because they don't spend that much on the project. You're talking an indie developer team is 30 people or less. Sometimes five. Usually an indie team, it is smaller. And there are some indie games where they go for higher than $20. It's, It's rare, though. But it does happen. Um, I think the major difference there, though, is it, it's mostly the size of the team. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of financial hits that they take, though. Like because with, we've we've seen the struggles. People on Kickstarter is an indie company, mm-hmm. and they have to wait for release because they need to get more funds than they thought they needed. But then with the Kickstarter campaigns, you also got to be careful. Like with the whole ukulele thing when that came out, everyone was hyped. They put John Tron in it. And then he was an asshole and made some really racist comments on YouTube, and they pulled him out altogether. So you got to do your background search with all that shit too, and that that can definitely take a hit. But indie companies, they use the pro the proceeds from one game to develop the next, right? And that's why you don't see a lot of them continue onward because the hype train was not met, and they ended up shutting down because they couldn't afford. Whereas with AAA companies, you're talking. Activision, Bungie, uh, Ubisoft, Bethesda, all them. Yeah, but there's a bit more to it, too, than just the stores are going to sell for 60 bucks. because it's a mainstream game. Because we've also got to take a look at what are they actually charging these larger companies to actually mm-hmm. sell these games. Yeah, licensing so, agreements. Right, so I don't have an inside look at what, we'll say, Walmart is paying for their wholesale price of, we'll say, Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. So chances are what they're doing here is most games are probably buying it for about, probably depending on the company still, obviously, but probably between 40 and $50. With Borderlands 3 like expecting to be as massive of a sale as it was, they probably brought it down to 40 Walmart bought it in bulk, dispersed it to their stores, Charged and they're able to sell it for 50 yeah. And then most of these other games, they're probably around $45, $50, and the store selling them for 50 or for, well, 60 or fifty nine ninety nine really. Yeah, so that's always fun. I mean, you also got to factor in, like I said, the hype train does take into this a lot because it brings in the factor. You'll never see an indie developer release something for standard, deluxe, and ultimate editions. Ever. Not unless they've hit that point where they've made enough sales they can include a bunch of random shit that has no benefit to the game whatsoever. Example. Hey, we just hit two million sales. Do you... Do you want a skin that puts a ring around your eyeballs so it makes it look like you do after playing this for five hours straight, you fat ass? This I'm used to stuff like that. And then with AAA, they don't care. You have standard deluxe and ultimate, always. Unless the deluxe counts as the ultimate. But it works in a sense. The deluxe editions aren't as good. I mean, maybe once in a while they'll include like a cosmetic item or a few small things. It's the ultimate editions... They're allowed to charge that much due to the fact they they're can. going to save more 
getting an <clears throat> ultimate edition than buying a game and a season pass separately. Right. And that, that's what I do. If if I know I'm going to play the DLCs, I'm going to buy it with the season pass. Like it's when, cheaper. Like it's ten. Yeah, it's only ten dollars cheaper, but it's cheaper. When you go into this, like say for example, digital copy Borderlands Three is sixty bucks or fifty nine ninety nine. Yep. Season pass is forty nine ninety nine. So you're getting in there. That's about the hundred and ten dollar range. Right. Whereas I paid a hundred for my digital, and I have both. And they're selling. If I'm correct, I'm going to double check on this because I want the most accurate statement I can. I want to say it's a hundred, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. Hey. So I don't need to be signing. Go while away. You're, while you're looking that up here, here's one disappointment that I've had about Borderlands Three, though. The conductor of the poop train himself was not in it. We did not have okay. Sir Krieg. Yeah. But here's hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> for what? For the super deluxe edition. That's what I have for a hundred. So here's the thing: you got sixty right here. Yeah. You go down here, 50 for the season pass. So you got to figure in, mm -hmm. in this case, it is cheaper to get them separately. But then we go back and we see what the Super Deluxe Edition includes. Four campaign stories. Butt Stallion stuff. So, yay. And then Retro, Neon, Gearbox, Toy Box, and Equipable XP and Loot, dro loot Drop Boost Mods. That's not cheap at all. I paid $100 for mine. Well, see, that's where it, where it comes into play. It all also depends on where you get it, because sometimes right. getting it directly from the source, you're going to be paying a lot more. So, say Actually, so, unless things have changed, when I bought this, that's what I have, but mine didn't actually come with XP stuff. Okay, so here's another thing. I like, guess maybe uh, just a PlayStation has a handicapped. Oh, probably. So, not this Friday, but next Friday is going to be Ghost Recon Breakpoint. This is another thing, where they're charging $60 for base, and if you pre-order, it gives you a bunch of avatars and stuff. Yep. Then you go down to Ultimate Edition, again, $120, and all it says is, first, it'll give something called a Sentinel Core Pack. It doesn't explain what the Sentinel Core Pack is. That's normal. But then it'll also include, here's where the kicker is, because I'm going to explain in a moment why companies do this and it pisses me off. Your one pass. Yep. I hate it when the games start doing passes. Prime example, I'm going to target Destiny 2 again. Did you read, anyone who has Forsaken this, who's bought Forsaken, they'll get the annual pass for free now. Yeah, that was a $40 deal. I haven't read into it too much, that but was, I remember you telling me about that it. It was 40 fucking dollars. Do you know why I'm mad about that? Because you paid it. Yes! I did too. But here's, like... <sighs> this is why I'm so mad at the fact, is because I paid, I think, what? I got it when Warmind was just about to come out. So I bought the base game, which was, I think... Actually, no, excuse me, I didn't. This is when they had it on PlayStation Plus that month. But I ended up buying Curse of Osiris, I bought Warmind, mm -hmm. I bought Forsaken. And then when Forsaken, you bought that. You gave I me the bought the stuff. annual pass. And what's going to happen next week? We're going to have Destiny Free do Light, free to play. You just have to pay for, you know, Forsaken and Shadowkeep. Where's my money gear? Uh, Bungie. 
Well, here's here's the thing, and we, we touched on this a little bit last week yeah. in terms of the free Destiny updates. Mm-hmm. People, not as many people are getting in anymore. Not as many people are playing Destiny. Nope. So what they're running into now is now it's their efforts to try and bring people in. And to do this, they're making more content free to try and get them dragged into it. And then when they finally get to that point, they're like, I gotta buy the new update. Yeah, that's... And they've been playing that far. They're going to buy it. That's why I don't get too hard on in the aspect of why I'm mad about it. Because I understand every dollar I gave led to the development of Shadowkeep and turning it into free-to-play platform. Because that takes a lot of money to do that. So I was just like, fuck it, whatever. You guys do you... Now, in terms of the main games being $60, and in terms of Game Passes, the way that works, because we do have the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So, it it's kind of a double-edged sword. Because the developer are going to have less people that are actually buying outright this game, which, in the end, can lead to less money for them. However, by getting their deal with Game Pass, they're getting X amount of money from Microsoft as it is already. So they're getting some kind of guaranteed funds. Yeah. Now, the other thing with Game Pass is not... <laughs> people have it. That doesn't mean they're going to use it. Yeah, so they may be just getting the money not to have to pass out a license. And the license is temporary. So chances are if you have Game Pass, you decide, well, I only have it for this one game. Chances are they're just going to buy the game and cancel the Game Pass. So here's the other thing that bothers me. It's like, what, 10 bucks a month for Game Pass? Yes, but that doesn't include Xbox Live. I mean, you're getting your live on top of it. You buy, say you buy a year of live, 50, 60 bucks, and then 10 bucks a month. That's not bad. Then you look at here, PlayStation's version. Whoa. With PlayStation okay, Now. Okay, with PlayStation Now. Yep. PlayStation Now just lets you do, you know, That's backwards P- compatibility streaming <laughs> instead of allowing you to, oh, I don't know, put in your old PS3 games and having the compatibility work. Which I believe Microsoft made a good deal there, despite them... Uh, Sony used to... So, the original PS4s had the ability. Or, no, I'm thinking of PS3s. I was Sorry, original PS3s had that ability. But they also didn't have pay-to-play online for PS3, and people loved that, and then PS4 came I think they eventually brought that in. No, it was optional. The whole time I had a PS3, I could play anything I wanted to online without having Plus. I only had Plus for free games. That, yes, but... But with... I'm talking about in term. Sorry, I thought you were talking about PlayStation Now. But with the the PlayStation Now, yeah, you get a seven day free trial. But then after that, twenty bucks a month, forty five for three months, or a hundred for twelve months. Why the fuck am I gonna pay a hundred dollars for now, something like if you look at the well, library? Your PlayStation Now, it's a hundred dollars for twelve months. But in terms of Xbox Game Pass, you're paying a hundred and twenty. I mean, all right. Let's say for example, I'll click on this. See if they have. Uh, okay. Okay. So here's some of the things with it. They'll only stream at 720p. Um, stereo sound, no surround sound. Um, can only auto-save data to the PlayStation Now cloud storage, which means if you get rid of your cloud, or your now, there's potential it could go away. There's no DLC or disc-based anything. Uh... There's just so much on here. It's like, the games included in subscription and features of each game are subject to change at any time. So, so 
while, while we're talking about cloud there too, because like, you did bring that up. So one thing that I want to mention about that... I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta cut you off for one second. Go for it. You can play downloaded games offline, but connect to the internet once a week to validate your membership. Yep. <laughs> oh, this one sucks too. If you're using PlayStation now, um, no video chat, no social media access, using controller motion input while using the PS4 keyboard... You can't share play, you cannot broadcast, you cannot use the VR, and you cannot use the camera. So basically, if you want to sit there and be like, I want to have a good old time and go back and make a video of me playing, I don't know, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. You can't do it. They're not going to let you. So you're better off just going to go find a PS2 and play it that way. So, <laughs> in terms of cloud content... It's currently under an NDA, however, I, I'm not part of that NDA, I happen to hear it from someone who is. Mm -hmm. They've contacted people who are part of their playtest program, and I am part of their playtest program, but I didn't actually get an email on this, so I'm in the clear. Um, <clears throat> they have sent out emails where they are now testing their cloud platforming, so that you can play games over the cloud. Well, that'd be good. It's EA. Nothing's good from EA anymore. Oh, you said that. <laughs> now all my hopes and dreams are shattered right to shit. <laughs> the last time EA put out something good was Mass Effect 3, and even then everybody pissed and moaned even about it. Even past Mass Effect 3, though, wasn't as big as they expected it to be. Look at all the microtransactions they charge for online. Hmm, what are we coming full circle to? <laughs> yeah. Not to mention... You You're have to pay. be online for 90% of the shit you want to do. SimCity? Remember the big debacle with that? You had to be connected to the internet to even play it. The Sims Online. If I remember right, that one actually even had a subscription service to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that failed hard. Actually, know, like, actually, no. Actually, a lot of people love that, and it lasted a long time, and then they finally cut support. Well, now we have EA Access, which is basically just going to be all the EA games. You pay the subscription. EA Access is nice, though. I I know. I looked at it. I had the looks, pre I had the premiere for pretty. PC, and I had three days early access to Anthem. I want to do it for... When you first start Anthem, it's good. It's after Anthem that's bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Once you're done going back into the heart of rage, you're like, well, what do I do now? Aww. This is my twelfth time here. <laughs> I can taste. I've got all I can taste the sound. I now know what it is saying. I, I got, can hear the anthem. <laughs> I got all my stuff masterwork. What do you got left for me? Uh Are we gonna? Are Wait we gonna eight get our, You'll find out. Are we gonna get our what, the cataclysm update anytime soon? Yeah, you're, you're gonna get that in two weeks. Five months Two later. later. Yeah, look at Just more. kidding. Five. It's been a while since Anthem was released now. so it's They been... do have the Cataclysm event, and my understanding is people don't like it. I just loaded Be... it up the other day. I didn't see it. Yeah, they it, it came out. It, the thing is, yeah. is it's a time-based event, so it'll come in, then it'll go out, come in, go out. But the thing people didn't really like about it is it didn't add anything new. Of course it didn't. It was timed stuff. It added in, so it gave you a timeline so basically on, on completing content, but you got better stuff out of it. You'd get better gear out of doing it, but it still didn't surpass the current cap that they had, so there's no grind to keep moving up. So, that's a thing. <sighs> so now that we're done on those rants, if any of you play WoW Classic, I guarantee within 
<laughs> the past few weeks, you were hit with DDoS. Woo! For those of you who don't know, DDoS is Distributed Denial of Service, meaning some ass clown out there in the world is like, you know what? Fuck the online community. We're just going to make sure they can't play, so... Same thing that happened to uh, PlayStation and Xbox oh my a couple God. years ago. Their DDoS was so Five much worse. Five years ago, than, was it now? Uh, try more like nine. It was, it was first. Ago. It was first. No, the first big one was 2010. Oh, yeah, I'm talking and about then, when it was PlayStation 4 and the Xbox oh, One. I, I don't think I the was three, part. Six, the oh, no, that was a year or two ago. I remember no, now. It was, no, it was longer than that. That was when I was in college. Because I know there was one a couple, like, last year or the year before where no one could log on for, like, a week. Oh, I'm talking about the, uh, it was probably back around 2014 and Lizard Squad was saying that they were the ones responsible oh, for it. Oh, yeah. I remember now. I remember. Stupid freaking hackers. But no, like... PlayStation the... had one before that, though. That was, that was, like, a week long. That one there was around 2010. That was and when I they remember, had all the even, accounts leaked even and all the payment information. Even though I didn't play, really, the PS3 at the time, I had one, but I didn't really play it much. I played EverQuest 2, which is run by Sony. Mm -hmm. And that game was out of the picture, too, during that time frame. DDoS is now uh, a big factor within... Um, it's considered cyber-terrorism now. Within the UK, you can get up to 10 years in prison for maximum sentence. Because that... You gotta be an asshole to sit there and be like, Hey guys, what? I took down the server. And then a half hour later, they're like, Spongebob, wanna see me do it again? <laughs> and they just keep doing it. And this guy was... Apparently someone on Twitter under UK Drillas... Why they try to make their hacker name sound so... I think they're in the UK. <laughs> no shit, really. But no, when you look at hacker names, you gotta admit, there's some weird ones. And I, I gotta target Watch Dogs 2 for that. I mean, Marcus, his name was Retro, with a zero. There's only one cool zero in the world, and that's in Borderlands. Yeah. But that's my personal opinion. Heart-shaped emoji on the face. <laughs> But this guy was tweeting out 30 minutes in advance when it would, when he was gonna do it. He or she, I don't know. Because he's an idiot. It doesn't say, but it's it's stupid. Why are you gonna sit there and be like, hey, everyone loves playing classic WoW. You get to do all the fun old stuff again. Not today. <laughs> Let me just shit all over that. Ah, people are dumb. It's it's like when you log back into like. I guarantee if you were to go back and play Modern Warfare 3 right now, you're just going to get a hacker lobby. That's all it is. Probably. I remember back when Modern Warfare 3... That's prestige lobbies. <laughs> when Modern Warfare 3 came out, everyone was like, ah, I'm going to take a bit of a break and go to World at War. Don't play World at War anymore. It's a, it's a bad time. Man, Especially if you're playing on PC. I remember back in the days of Modern Warfare 2 and the 10th prestige hack. Oh, glorious days. I did that. I think it's even worse now where, like, with the, all the new Call of Duties coming out, you sit there and be like, yeah, I just hit Prestige 1, and then you turn the corner, here's Prestige 4,398 coming barreling down at you with gold-studded diamonds, and you're like, oh, yeah, well, what the hell's going on with this? Well, no, what it is is it's their Master Prestige. Yeah, that's a thing now. What? 
So Master Prestige, what it is, is once you've gotten all your normal prestiges... So you're 10. When you hit level 50 again, you do Master Prestige, where you're, you're, you get a new prestige emblem to start. You have your level, but then you continue to level up to 1,000. But wait, there's more. There's more, though. And this is the good part, okay? You're going to like this part. I better. If you get a new Call of Duty game when it comes out, you finish out your prestiges, your Master Prestige is shared. So once you finish out all your prestiges, you'll come in at Master Prestige level 400 if that's what you were already. So basically what we're talking about is going back to Diablo. It's basically your Paragon. Pretty much. It doesn't do anything special other than... Here's the bragging glor- rights. Bragging rights, but here's the glorious part that a lot of people like. You get custom emblems. You get to literally create your emblem. Well, I mean, you unlock- they brought that back. I mean, no, but- I'm not. I'm not talking about your little picture thing that you do. You know your prestige emblems and what your emblem is every time you level up. That okay. you get to do custom ones of that, and it's not even just for standard multiplayer anymore. They have it for zombie mode too. Here's so people, my, are, people are making emblems that have the teddy bear on it. So here comes my main problem, though, with the editing of emblems. Why are there so many dicks? Uh, <laughs> in terms we, of prestige emblems, you, you can't. That, you don't have I as know, much versatility. That, that was a huge thing. I remember in Black Ops 2 when that Swastikas. first came out. No, the big thing with Black Ops 2, 98% of the time, it was a penis letting off. I just made Naruto. Like, I, I, th- I made Naruto in it. I think once... It just, it just had the Infinity Ward symbol instead of the Konoha leaf. I think <laughs> the worst... The worst one I made at one point was, uh... I think it was Deadpool flipping the bird. That got reported really fast, but... Okay, well, enough about that. I want to talk about the fun thing that happened the other day. We got a new Switch! But it's not really new. It's just the Switch with non-detachable Joy-Cons or dock. It's a little smaller, too. They made it a little smaller to make it more portable. It's an inch smaller. But the downside is $200. It's $100 more. You get the dock, detachable Joy-Cons, and and it's a little bit bigger. But it's the same same price, though, as the other portables were. See, this one here, this one was made not to be... The original Switch was made to be catered to people who wanted it as a home console or something they can take portable. But not everyone wants that. No one wants to take this big honking console with them when they go on a bus to play to play their game. I mean, they might, but not everyone's going to want to. But the thing with the Switch Lite is it's a little smaller, but it's portable only. Here's some of the fun facts on here, though. Uh, well, obviously, yeah, I can't connect to the TV. We established that. Apparently, some games aren't compatible out of the box. Yes, not all games will be compatible with it. Because some games do require a level of motion oh. to it. But So what you're referring to is kind of like how with like 2DS games are compatible with 3DS, but you can't take a 3DS game and put it in an old school DS. 3DS games were the ones that worked on 2DS. It just made the game so you couldn't do 3D, well, which is fine. Yeah. Now, the comparison you're really looking for is the 3DS and the new 3DS. Because there were some games that would only work on the new 3DS... However, just like with that, it'll actually specify now if it can be used with the handheld. So you'll know if it can be used with the handheld or not when you actually buy the game. Uh, let's see. And in terms of the better memory and the better processor that's in it, so they released, they changed the Switch model a little bit too for the main model. Mm-hmm. 
And essentially what it was is after they made the changes with the better processor and the better battery, they just replaced what was on the current switch with that. So it says apparently the only thing that other people are really hyped about, it's got a proper D-pad that doesn't, you know, drift. We don't know that yet. Well, <laughs> we so far, that. it's been two days. <laughs> I know. Give it a week. We got five more days in it. They'll, they'll find some fucking issue with it. Uh, I'm not going to go over release dates because we did that last week. Um, we were talking earlier, though, about the whole Minecraft beta testing for character creation. Um, problem, though. Android, Windows 10, and Xbox One. So once again, uh, fuck me. I don't get to use it. <laughs> I don't I don't get what they're talking about, though, with this change, because it already exists. It's existed um, since they did the cross-play on those consoles. Yeah, so... The PC so already had it anyways. It says here that, um... Personalize your avatar, including body size, shape, limb replacement, tweaking of eyes, okay, mouth, that's... hairstyle. So it's, it's more in-depth creation versus, like, how old-school Minecraft would be. You'd take... So the body Steve size PNG. and shape, yes. Limb replacement, yes. Eyes, no. Because you could already do that anyways. I know, but like the I remember the original version of character customization technically was save the PNG image of Steve, put it on your desktop, open up Microsoft and Paint, and edit it. It wasn't that hard. I mean, now, it took I'm gonna give forever. You a but... I'm going to give you a statement on why Sony doesn't have this, okay? And I know that Sir Reaper here is about to very disagree with me. PlayStation is trash. Well, it's less the fact of trash. <laughs> it's more the fact the CEO won't get his head out of his ass and allow cross-compatibility. We were lucky for because it. Because he's the trash. Modern, we were lucky for it with the Modern Warfare cross-play for the beta. Which I finally downloaded, but it's done tomorrow, so... Okay, so here's the thing with the cross-play. They don't want to just cross-play any game. And they want it for stuff they because they're, they're make dumb. money off of. Right, they, they want to do want something money. off of what they know they're going to get money off of. They make tons of money off of Fortnite. That's why that got it. Epic at this point can get them to make any game cross-play at this point, I think. That's another thing that bugs me, though, about Minecraft, is how much you have to pay for the skin packs. And this is one thing. I just kind of just made a <gasps> face, because I'm scrolling <laughs> down. Skin, Dark did you see what the skin packs do on console for other than PlayStation? If you buy a skin pack on Xbox, you're also going to have it on Switch. If you buy it on Switch, you also have it on Xbox. You just have to buy it on one and you have it on everything. See, this is why I'm a little salty with Sony Same right with now. mobile phones. You have access to on See. your phone? So listen to this. Before, the Super Mario skins, like for the Mario characters, you can only get that on Switch. Now it just links to everything. So now your Xbox, Except you can Sony. run around as Mario. Except PlayStation. Here's the only reason I got PlayStation. They got some great exclusives. I mean, what? You guys have Gears, Halo. Gears, Halo. Not much else. You don't have Sunset Overdrive anymore. We still have that. Nope. Sony just took it this last week. Sony bought it, but Microsoft still has the game. Sony bought Insomniac. However, they own the rights to this game, but it is still exclusive to Microsoft at this point. Sony's made no indications of doing any, of doing any release on PS4 for it. And to be honest, I don't really think you would make too much money if they did. Like, I'm no. sure there's going to be people that'll buy it, but nothing that's going to make enough money for them to bother doing a port. No, that's what bothers me. Oh, well. I think the last big topic I think we're going to go over today is uh, November 2nd. 
That's our extra life day. Extra life. So that is going yeah. to fall on a. Let me see. Saturday. Is it a Saturday? Ooh, that works out well. It's always on a Saturday. I remember a couple of years ago, I thought it was like on a Thursday or something. I was like, no, fuck. dumb. But <laughs> it's probably the fact I'm just not paying attention to stuff, but that's normal. Um, you want to give a little extra life pep talk here, Feller? Since you actually can raise money on it, and I'm in my, what, my sixth year, and I've raised a grand total of zero dollars. I don't have any donations on it yet. I've never gotten any donations no, not on, on Extra Life. Like, so, ever. Essentially, Extra Life... What we're doing with Extra Life is all the money goes to the Children's Miracle Network. And it goes to specific hospitals. The one that we've chosen is EMMC, Eastern Maine Medical Center. So, or, in this case now, Northern Light Eastern Maine Medical Center. So, Eastern Maine Medical Center... <laughs> um, <laughs> the money goes over to their Children's Network. Yeah. So, essentially, if a child is sick and they, their family can't exactly afford to do the... To have the work done, I say work, that sounds like a vehicle, but to have, like, operations done or any assistance through the hospital, the Children's Miracle Network will help. I shouldn't talk about that. So any assistance that we get will go through there. Yeah, it's pretty much 100% of it anyway, to Absolutely. my knowledge. Because even if you go, like, where does my money go? In this case, it just... Critical treatments, healthcare services, pediatric medical equipment, and charitable care. There are a team of three of us. There's myself, Firebird129. we got Caleb here, Fear the Reaper. And then we also have eMonster808, who's doing some streaming as well. We need to get Chris in on this. And you are free to look us up. If you want to look us up, it's Gamers Against Pants. Because... I know, fantastic name. We don't wear pants, but that doesn't mean we don't wear anything at all. We wear shorts. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's all we really have for today. It was very yeah. uneventful in game world this week. I mean... We'll try to have more for next week for you. We're hoping so, because a lot more stuff is set to come out over this week. Especially, uh... Uh, Astelia comes out on the 27th. New MMO for PC. And then all the stuff for Switch is coming out. Yeah, and... so I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Astelia. It's the first oh, I did really check... new MMO that we'll have for a while. I did check because I get Game Informer magazines that come in all the time. I thought they didn't do that anymore. Oh, yeah. I got the latest issue right they over there. They laid off like 2,000 people from Game Informer. Isn't it? That's the one that's owned by GameStop, GameStop. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They, they still do off. it. It's right over there. Okay. Yeah, they, laid, right off, they laid off 2,000 staff members. I thought they closed it down all together. This is the response. Well, prepare for smaller issues soon. Yeah, tell <laughs> me about it. But no, uh, there's some Stadia release stuff for as early as October 10th. Yeah, but I don't think there's actually any Stadia... Um, I don't think there's actually any Stadia exclusives. I think the only thing they're no, doing it's... right now is stuff that we already have on console and PC. Oh, well. There's no problem with that. But I'm still excited to see what Stadia is going to be like. I'm probably going to get a subscription just to test it out and see how it runs. <sighs> Even though I don't need it because my uh, computer's awesome. Mine's not. <laughs> you know it's bad when I can run OG Skyrim on Ultra, and then when I get the Skyrim Enhanced Edition, I can't run it. I'm getting some upgrades. I need to upgrade. This thing needs work. My RTX 2070. Not getting a Titan. Well, I already have a 2070. The problem is that within a month of getting it, the RAM died on it. So I have an RMA open. <laughs> I have an RMA open. It's being mailed out tomorrow. They'll fix it. However, the other equipment on my computer is quite old. Well, this thing has been updated since So I set up an long. order listing to see how much it would cost. Mm -hmm. Once my severance comes in from work, 
I, uh, I currently have a 3.4 gigahertz quad core. I'll be getting a 3.6 gigahertz octo core. That I, can overclock to 4.9 gigahertz. I think I have a 2.5 dual. <laughs> 32 gigs of DDR4 RAM. Yeah, you'll be fine. A new motherboard. You'll be fine. And uh, some thermal paste, because I don't trust Intel's. You'll be fine. <laughs> I gotta open this thing up and do some work on it. Okay. Well, at that rate, I think enough gabbing off your guys' ears. We kept it short and sweet today. We'll try and keep it around this point in time for in the future. So, this is us signing off. Give your ears a break. If they're bleeding, contact your local hospital. <laughs> Have a good night, party peoples. <laughs> good night, everyone.